Hey everyone, it's Mary. Thank you for listening to Totally Off Topic. On behalf of all of the top gals, thanks for your support. To win some swag, learn more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions and subscribe to the podcast. totally off topic the show where four gal pals get together and (laughs) whatever we want and unfortunately we uh are roped into one of the most boring seasons of the bachelor season 25 matt james uh i'll be your host for today's bachelor recap i'm carrie gallagher with me as always is the hilarious phoenix-based comedian mary upchurch hello Coming in hot from Los Angeles, California, comedian Katie Kay. What up? And coming in from a place kind of near Sacramento, but I can't remember the name of it, is our special guest, our favorite, Miles Weber. What's up, Miles? What's happening, everybody? How's it going? All right, you guys. Wow. Episode eight, uh, pretty boring. I was more into the fact that Claire and Dale were spotted holding hands again, but but you know what? Before before we get into this episode, quick top thought, yes or no, Mary Upchurch, are Claire and Dale back together for good? No, they're just boning. Totally agree. Katie K. Yep, banging it out, anger bang. She's like, well, I gotta get a few more in. Miles, what do you think, bud? Spank bank, potential porno, so that way they can cut it sooner. That way she's just got it for later. That's what's happening. Mm. I think she might want to try to get impregnated and then peace out and ride off into the sunset. Maybe get a deal with Bravo or E. Kardashians left either on Hulu now. We shall see. All right. I find them in a knot, Dale. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Hometowns were pretty boring because all the families came to Nima Colon and we are left with Michelle. We've got Rachel, Serena P. And who's the last one? You guessed it, Bree. A lot of crazy fun dates that the producers uh, set up for these gals. Miles, I'm coming to you first. Who do you think had the best one-on-one date with Matt before he met the family? Uh, I mean, it depends on what you mean by best. Like (laughs) for the person involved, I mean, I don't know. I I think uh, Michelle, right? That's the teacher. Yeah. I mean, she had a strong one with the kids and everything. And so that was that definitely made her look really cool. And so that was pretty strong for me. I mean, Rachel, because Daboosh, like, man, that it was it was on Twitter and slow motion from a lot of people. It was pretty wild. Rachel got a crash course in how gravity works. Katie Kay, what are your thoughts? As someone that's been skydiving and was definitely terrified of this happening to me, I had clammy hands and clammy body. And because of the previews, we knew it happened. And I got so much anxiety the entire time. And then I was like, wait, we don't like her. This is kind of exciting. And then did the rewind and watch it four more times thing. And I got to say, it made the entire episode worth it. I agree. This episode was pretty boring, but we like the drama. We kind of like the weird stuff that happens throughout the episode. It gives us some lightness, some brightness, something to hold on to in all this boredom. Mary Upchurch, 
who do you think had like the worst one-on-one with Matt James? Okay. I honestly, okay. Up until Miles reminded me, I forgot about Michelle's date because I was so bored. I started looking up how to make a COVID vaccine appointment for my parents, which (laughs) Um, but also the Canada date, like it was cute. I think that's Serena, right? That's the other Serena. You know, she made it fun because she's so bubbly, but gosh, I just pictured the intern cutting out Canada flags after printing them off. And uh, like, I was like, oh, okay. My brother's texting me. This is, stop it. Don't know how to silence it on my laptop, Tim. Knock it off. Damn. Listen, there were a lot of weird dates, and I need to throw this to Katie K. If you were a producer on The Bachelor and Ms. Upchurch made it to hometowns and you needed to plan the best one on one date for Mary Upchurch before the Upchurches met The Bachelor, what would you have in store? for Mary and a better bachelor, not Matt James. Something involving a farm of weenie dogs, um, just to know how much weenie dog they will end up getting contact with. Um, And probably, I mean, you can be so much more creative, which is what's so frustrating or like, okay, hometown's not at home at all. Wouldn't you just do like, a day in the life and do your best to be like, I make bomb ass iced coffees. I go to stand up shows. I hold my weenie dogs and nibble their faces and then just like take them through a day. Right. So I, that's all I, that's all. And they would be like all over his body and he would be like, you'd be in a cuddle puddle. That's all. Oh, that is like therapy, like a bunch of wiener dogs just licking your face, their little tail hitting you in the head. Oh, they're so good. Thank oh, you, Katie, yeah. for giving me up. I like it, Katie. Okay, so Miles, Matt James finally beats some of the parents and friends and family members. Who do you think Matt James connected the best with out of all of the families? Oh, goodness. It was hard to say because, I mean, everybody was pretty skittish on him. I mean, but it seemed like uh, Michelle's mom was very cool with him. She seemed to have the the coolest connection. But Michelle's dad was just like, (sighs) like he was audibly sighing after every sentence. He's just like, (sighs) so you got some other girls you're dating too, huh? Uh, he was she was just going there and he's like i'm sure we'll be fine and she'll as long as she's happy that that's all the shit like he was just so (laughs) trying to break it up but yeah everybody even rachel's dad was like this seems rushed and it's like yeah and you're probably racist and you think this is odd but i mean we know why he thinks it's odd he saw matt and was like i don't think you guys should be doing this as fast as you are well, in Rachel's father's defense, uh, Matt James sounds like a very white name. It um, does. So he probably just didn't really know what was coming at him. Oh, yeah. Um, Mary, you got to see all of the families meet and greet and chat it up with Matt James. Which dad do you think was the most like your father if your father was in that situation oh man i was thinking which dad would i make out with that one too follow-up question no um 
You know what? My dad is probably a mixture of a lot of them. He reminds me of um, like Michelle's dad, where he's kind of like subtle and friendly, but kind of standoffish. Um, I was gonna say a little bit, of, a little tad of Rachel's dad, and then um, because he's from North Carolina, um, and then uh, no, I'm just kidding. My dad's great. Um, I really like Serena's dad too. He's just like a really, um, like he's he, he's what am I saying? Because he has a hot wife, you know, like he's this like boring looking dude, white dude. And then he's got this gorgeous, like ethnic, ethnically ambiguous wife. So I identified with that one for that. By the way, what is Rachel's dad anyway? Like he was olive toned. Yeah, I don't know. He looked like he was something. Yeah, He looked Spanish. Colombian question mark? Maybe. Yeah, like maybe a South American family. Google it. I was gonna do that just right before I got asked. I'm Which surprised. makes the whole thing weird. Right, I'm surprised that he's any person of color. I thought it was gonna be white on white on white on white. And then I was like, oh. One thing I've kind of learned over the last year is that there are um, groups of like ethnic people who are super racist. Yeah. Like, the ones who like tax breaks. Yeah. He looked like he likes a good tax break. He also like the made Goya a Goya family, you know, with the Goya beef. Yeah. Like, they're like, we love him. It was also a weird flex that he talked to him in front of all that wood, right? Like, anybody else think that was weird? He yeah. just like, oh, yeah, we just burn this wood. We don't stack it in any arrangement or anything. But, you know, sometimes we burn it. Miles, if you were in that position and you were a father coming to hometowns and your daughter was dating Matt James and you got to have a little fireside chat with Maddie J, what would that conversation sound like? Oh God, I don't know. What would I say to Matt James if he was trying to, I don't know. I would just try and get any personality out of the boy. I try and get a read on him. And uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like he probably would be doing the runaround to me like he was trying to do to everybody else. Cause like with with Rachel, he's been all like love. Everyone else, he's like, uh, you know, love love is a construct. And so I think I'd try and pin him on just like, what do you mean? Why you got shifty eyes? You seem like you're a little sweaty. Like I'd probably just be a dick, knowing me. I mean, I'd be a dick, and I'd probably end nicely with a decent message. That's about how I how I go. I think that's a strong dad game. I think that's how it should be played where like you are a little bit standoffish and kind of a dick, but then you leave a crack open so that if your daughter does end with, end up with him, you're not a complete asshole, right? Just a little bit though. Like just enough of a crack in like the shining where like you get an eye in, (laughs) but like not your whole head. Um, Katie K. So Brie brought her mother and her mother brought her new baby Bree's little sister, not a little sister, like baby sister. And then Bree also brought her friend, her best gal pal, who also is named Bree. Um, if you were in that situation and you got to bring your mom and a friend as part of hometowns, who would your gal pal be? And what would you expect from her in that convo that you get? Oh, um, I would have brought my, she was my maid of honor, Kara, and I would expect her to have verbal diarrhea because that's what she did in her maid of honor speech. Um, and talk about my entire horrible history of dating before I found my husband. So 
I would just expect, if you're going to bring your best friend, expect for there to be no filter and for them to almost find out more about you than they would from your parents. Cause your parents are like a little more prideful about you, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're like, my daughter's perfect. What are you going to do to break her heart? But like a best friend, which I'm disappointed we didn't get to see more of that, honestly, because I'm like, you bring your best friend and they're going to be like raw. They're going to be like, yeah, she's a bit needy. So you're going to want to buckle up for that. Well, we find out kind of at the end of the family dates that Serena P is hardcore having serious doubts about her feelings towards Matt. Mary, did you see this coming based on some of their other interactions and other dates that they've been on? Yes, because of that whole tantric yoga thing. um, I was like, okay, here it is. And I kind of thought she just had a leg up on this. Like, like Matt was really upset because you got dumped, Matt. Like, Serena's too good for you is what it is. And I think everybody just saw it. She was like, he's boring. He has no personality. Sure, he's got a hot bod and rocks the skinny jeans. Sure, but he sucks. Um, so I think that's what was happening. And I'm sure the other girls were like, wait, what, what am I doing? Why would I, why would I want him? So yeah, I saw it coming. She's a smart girl. She sent him home in the limo. She sent <laughs> she sent him home. It, he's the bachelor and like a gangster. She was like, get your ass in that limo. Bye, he, bitch. He goes, do you want to walk me out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That was that? Wild. She was somewhere else or something? I, I, it seemed like they got moved to a different hotel for that rose ceremony specifically because yeah. they were like, oh, did you see her earlier? Like, okay. Yeah. But do you guys, do you buy the tears and stuff that he was giving? And I don't know, not really. I don't Because I mean, he's so robotic with these women, except for Rachel. It's beyond obvious. Like he could, there were a few looks with each one of them that wasn't Rachel, where he was just like, uh, uh uh-huh. Like, didn't give a shit. And so, yeah, man, I don't know that I believe it. I'm like, where are these feelings? And why didn't you put them into unique words or actions with these women like you did with Rachel, man? So now I think the fix was in and he was just trying to power through it. I think it was an, I think it was a shot to the ego. I think that's what brought on the tears where he was like, oh man, like one left on her own accord. Like what's wrong with me? I don't think it was, I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he's missing out on a great gal. I think it was all just him being in his head about it. Um, Upchurch, do you think these final three gals are actually in like to Matt James or the idea of what he could be? I think those are one and the same thing. Because the Matt James, that's one thing. But I think, I think a lot of women look at men and look at what they could be. You know, that's a really deep question, KG. But uh, I did think that Bree's little statement was a little crack so that they can follow up later when she said, I'm a little worried about being called last. There's only three of you, dummy. Come on. I've always thought that too. Like as soon as he called her last, cause there's only three roses. So then you're paying attention to the order more. If there was four girls standing there, she would just be happy to get the rose. But because there's three and three, she was then paying attention to like, well, I was last. Why wasn't I first? I would be, if I was standing there, I'd be like, oh really? I'm third. Bye. 
<laughs> so I'm like, uh, rookie mistake, Matt. Or if not, I'm like, in past seasons, have they done that? Like actually had a rose ceremony with three individuals with all people getting roses? Yeah. Yeah, they've they've done it before when like someone leaves and they're like, well, we still got to do it. And yeah, it's awkward. But I mean, yeah, you, you'll drive yourself insane reading into it. Because I mean, it's I think it was just also in order, wasn't it? Like chronologically as well. Like, so he just went, yes. dink, dink, dink. and so I mean, could have been that. I mean, could have been like, oh, he picked first. That's who he's in his heart the most with. Oh, save the best for last. Like, oh, well, I'm in the middle. So I mean, maybe that's got me on the pedestal with them down below. Like, you could find right. weird justifications for any of it. So, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, just it was just weird to do it. It's weird every time they still do it. He, they should have just toasted and been like, hey, do some push-ups. Yay. I did like the symbolism symbolism in this one of like, hey, you're accepting this rose that you want to go forward because of the ego bruise that was Serena. So I, I like doing the rose ceremony. Um, I sent Katie K a TikTok a couple weeks ago about a, a theory that like, the bachelor looks at the rose and they think like the name is on the rose because he looks down and then he says her name. Look for it. It's totally fine. Did you notice it, Katie? Yeah. And now I'm like, do they write it in tiny lettering or is it like a coincidence? Or I, But it was a very thought provoking TikTok and it made me like, now I can't unsee it basically. Yeah. So Miles, I definitely agree with you that Matt James looks at Rachel, very dreamy, stars in the eyes. I think Rachel is definitely the front runner. Katie K, what are your thoughts on that at this point? Yeah, he's the, he, unless they cut it all out in editing, he didn't bring up asking for a parent's blessing to any other woman. And he like gave her the moment and the respect or whatever, or the thought of saying, hey, I didn't ask your dad for his blessing, but I want you to know I would call them. And it's like, so you didn't say that to anyone else unless they edited it out. But like, it's just is, and, but she's the only one that's saying I would accept a proposal tomorrow. I guess Michelle sort of is, but she's the one that's like, I'm already in love with him, mm -hmm. which I also don't believe. Ooh, I'm such a like, well, I think Brie, wasn't Brie giving him, like, pouring her heart out, too? And he was just like, thank you for your feedback. Like, yes! he was, oh! Yeah, he oh! was like, he was as personal as a Venmo confirmation. Like, once you pay, like, oh, thanks for your payment. Like, I pretty, so yeah, man. I get sent home right there. Yeah. It was bizarre. For a little bit, I thought Brie was kind of like a, a, I don't know, like a low key favorite of his because she comes from a single mom, kind of has that same upbringing. And I, I know that sounds creepy and Miles, definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Brie reminds Matt of his mom. And so I think that might be why I saw her as kind of like maybe a dark horse in the race. I know maybe that, that maybe that's not true. Maybe guys don't date women that are remind them of their moms but that's just where my head was and why i was such a strong support no we, we there's there's usually some type of tie-in to like the parenting or like the things that you kind of were clinging to or needed from your parents usually or or the other thing that people say we marry our unfinished business so so yeah yeah no absolutely yeah i've i've got a link with you know 
Heather and my mom in certain ways that I see a definite solid parallel. And I'm like, that makes total sense. So yeah, I think sometimes that happens, you know, and I think depending on the relationships involved, it could be healthy or not healthy. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say what's going on in his head. I, and I mean, it's just like, it's frustrating because like with Rachel, I'm like, why? Like, I'll give it to any like, oh, yeah, it seems like you guys are really happy. But with her, I'm like, but why? Like with every other girl, you've got these things and attributes about them that you've gotten to know and more layers that you're like, oh, there's depth there. You've got your shit together here. You seem to be interested in this. You're with Rachel. It's, I'm like, what have you talked about? You've literally talked about nothing. You've just looked at each other and you're like, I love you. And then you've just agreed on that and moved forward. What is happening? Upchurch, I have I have a task for you. Okay, put yourself in a producer's position. You have been producing Michelle since she joined the show. You have a $200,000 bonus on the line. If Michelle gets the engagement, how do you coach Michelle up during fantasy suite weeks so that you can get that bonus because we know the producers that's how they think. What are you what are you doing to coach Michelle up to get that W? To get the engagement after the she's got to win it all. Okay, we're going to do a little wardrobe. Michelle's going to show some skin. We're going to get her some really nice scents, some real nice smell goods on her beautiful arms. Um, she's going to just drop that sweet teacher vibe and she's going to wear something slutty and dark and just like, oh man. Maybe put on a Rachel mask. I don't know. <laughs> Cause honestly, Michelle is too good for him too. I know. Um, I just want to say, can I just add really quick, by the way, learning a lot about miles. Thank you for teaching us all this of how men think. One time I had a guy say to me, I was raised by a single mom. So I love older women. Oh, that's weird. How old do you how old was he? I mean, he's younger. <laughs> yeah, but it was. I'm like, is that supposed to like make me like? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting anxiety hives thinking about any comparison between my dad. You know, I'm just. It's. Can't do it. It's a lot, and I can't go there. No. Nope. Well, Katie K, I want you to go here, okay? We've got the Girls Tell All special right around the corner, okay? We already know that Michelle, Brie, and Rachel, they're going to the fantasy suite episode, whatever. What are you most excited to learn about during the Girls Tell All special next week? I mean, I think it'll just be a hoot to watch them all try to become relevant again because no one is in the headlines except Rachel, especially then if she wins or whoever wins, they're in the headlines. No, none of them are, no one cares. And I'm excited, I'm kind of excited, you know what? I never thought I'd miss Victoria, but I'm tired of Rachel's face. So let's bring her back. Um, and so yeah, I'm just excited to watch like Katie and Victoria battle it out. I'm excited to see how hard people push to get a word in and to like get their little tweet or Instagram caption. Yeah, I. the one thing too though, I wonder if they're gonna address Kit leaving because 
after she saw Serena and him, it was like, what, five days later and he's in tears about Serena and he didn't care when Kit left. So I wonder if they'll have like a... Serena had two dates though. Like that's true. Kit Kit didn't have that much. It was just that cooking weird date. Yeah. 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 I can't wait. Do you think they'll announce the next, the bachelorette at this thing? Because that's where the spoiler came from. Sometimes. Yeah. So like, it's normal for them to do that. So I hope so. So we can get it over with because everyone's doing these Twitter polls and Instagram polls and stuff of like, who do you want it to be? And it's like, can you just tell, can you just fucking tell us? You guys already know? Yeah, yeah, from spoilers, but I think Serena could have been a good bachelorette too with, with the way she left. But were those spoilers confirmed though? I mean, because I've heard like pushback and everything. And so, I mean, it's still kind of there. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll, hopefully we'll find out in a week. I won't be surprised if I'm surprised. Miles, what are your thoughts on Matt James and his face sweater? <gasps> God. <laughs> Don't you just love that bad decisions face mask that he grew? Like that is the beard of a stressed man. Let me tell you what, like that is not a happy beard. That's a, I picked the racist one beard. That's what that is. <laughs> he, is he is not feeling okay. As soon as he came out, I'm like, oh no, homie, what happened? <laughs> Didn't he kind of look like the guy that went to ASU? Tris, is it? No, no. It was the good looking. It looked like he put the nutty professor's afro on his face. Oh. <laughs> the basketball player with the beard. The he roasted himself on Instagram and said, like, if one more person calls me Frozone, I swear to God. And oh. he's not wrong. His tall, lanky body. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he grew the beard. He's trying to not be differentiate so. himself from the Incredibles. Yes, I like that. I picked a racist. Beard. I picked um, a racist dash beard. Yeah. Hot thought of all of the girls. Who do you think is going to get the most screen time during the girls tell all special? Katie Cam, throwing it to you first. Katie. Okay. okay. Upchurch. Hi, Victoria and Abigail, too. Miles? Uh, Victoria, I think she's going to take most of it. And then Katie's going to be doing a lot of moderating. Like she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, That was a (laughs) massive eye roll. Okay, so another round of Tot Thoughts. Of the gals on Matt James's season, who are your top three that you think will likely be invited for paradise if that comes to fruition? I'll start so you guys can think. I really think Kit might get an invite. I mean, I know she like left because she wanted to focus on making skirts or whatever and not babies. But I think if the opportunity <laughs> presented itself, I think Kit would go. Um, I also think uh, Serena C, the flight attendant, would probably go. I think she had a lot of fun. Um, and then I think maybe Serena P just to, just to get some FaceTime again, and then maybe come back in another five years and kind of have that full circle Claire did and be bachelorette. So those, that's what I'm thinking. Miles, what do you think? 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I think you're going to see all the hits from this season get invited to paradise. I think they're all, I think, I think they're going to probably ask Victoria to come because they'll need, because just imagine whatever crazy person she's going to link up with and watch, they'll probably be fine. Uh, and uh, I, I, I think everybody is going to be on board. I don't know, honestly, that Michelle would just because like, uh, the conversation she had with her family and everything about like past relationships and all that. Uh, I think if it doesn't work out with Matt, I don't know that she'd be as open to doing something like paradise, but maybe she would be, who knows? It'd be dope if she would, but I actually think she might not. Up church. What do you think? Looking at my list here. I think like MJ, the T girl, Mari, like all the sexy people. I like the way he said it, all the hits. You know, like if you got a good line out, then you'll mm. probably be invited. Although Chelsea, Chelsea. Seen... yeah, well, maybe I sometimes I'm like, they're just too good for that. But it's exposure. Katie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think on Paradise, they kind of like to have 80% or 70% of like people with actual good intentions or that were painted in a good light. And then they throw in like 20, 30% villains. So I actually think we'll get a throwback. And if she's not attached to her dad's side, I think we'll get Sarah. Um, since everyone liked her before she left and stuff and she has a story and all that. And then I agree. I think Chelsea think, I, I hope we see her there. She did not get the screen time she deserves. So those are my two that I hope are there. I think Sarah would have probably been a finalist had she stayed. Have you seen? Yeah. I don't follow her, but she came up like as a, you know, when it suggests videos to you and it was Sarah. And I was like, holy cow. She was just too perfect. Yeah. And I hate to, I don't know, but I was like, oh, too much. And if you're a guy, you'd be like, gah, gah, gah. but. Well, ladies and gents, this has been another riveting recap of Matt James's Bachelor season. Before we officially sign off, we are getting down to the wire, y'all. Who do you think is going to take it home and get that ring on her left hand finger? Katie K, what do you think? Rachel. Miles. Rachel. Upchurch. It's Rachel. I'm actually more curious who's going to be the, the second person. Mm, oh, yeah, runner yeah. Up, first runner up. Okay. We'll see. I think, I think it's going to be Rachel too. It, it breaks my heart, but to Miles point, it, it would explain the beard. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe. New episodes come out every single Thursday on our YouTube channel and across all uh, podcast platforms. So make sure you follow us, subscribe. I've been your host, Carrie Gallagher. Say goodbye to the wonderful Mary Upchurch, the incredible Katie Kay. Of course, our special guest, Miles Weber. Follow all of us, links and details and bio stuff. You know it, you love it. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Mary again. Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to the Broken Drift Patreon. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch the episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All of the links are in the episode bio.